and w- welcome to <laughs> Thinking Like a Lawyer. I'm Joe Patrice. That's Catherine Rubino. We are both uh, at Above the Law, which uh, oh, I, I don't know if you caught this. Uh, somebody actually wrote us and uh, verified that there is a person out there who listens to the show but doesn't yes, necessarily read see, the website. I did say thanks, so, thanks for writing. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thanks for verifying this long time uh, concern that we've had about whether or not that, that exists. But we're from above the law. Well, for those of you who do also read the website, and we are back again to do our weekly check in on what the big legal landscape stories were of the week that was. Well, how was your weekend in this past week on a personal level? Not necessarily just about wait, the law. Uh, wait, are you asking me like just like a random small talk thing? Yeah, because that means. God, I hate you so much. That means we're in the segment of small talk. Hashtag small talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, Nothing too crazy. I struggled with some more insect bites. More? Well, yeah, I think... Did I even discuss that the week before I uh, I, I ran afoul of uh, a wasp's nest? Well, that's that's not something you want to run afoul of. I did not. That and was it ill-advised. Was, Why'd you do that? I didn't intend to, oh. uh, but I had. Uh, yeah, I think we went over this, didn't we? <laughs> it's still funny. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so I got those, and I just finally got over those injuries, and then I got really attacked by mosquitoes. And, well, you yeah. know, malaria to one side probably less terrible. Yeah, they definitely hurt less, but there's a lot there, more of them. Oh, that's probably bad. Yeah, like yeah. 20 or 30. They're, oh, that, that sounds like a lot. Yeah. That's, okay, well, sorry about that. So are you okay to continue? Is this uh, impacting your day? Yeah, yeah, it is impacting my day, but I will go on <laughs> because the show Must has to go on. Yeah, go on. And, and you? Uh, I actually... Just found out that my niece is negative for COVID, so that was good news. Yeah, uh, she's 10 years old, but lives in Texas. Right, which means that, you know, you assume positive. (laughs) Well, she's back to school. Um, Uh, Yeah. She is, in fact, wearing a mask, but uh, I don't believe that they're required uh, in her school district. And they had uh, friends of theirs that that, uh, tested positive, and uh, she probably just has a summer cold, you know, that kind of thing. But it's enough for uh, my sister to make sure that she was not. It is is very worrisome. That is what you do. You go, you make sure it's the correct thing to do. Although my, it's funny, uh, my sister was like, am I doing the right thing if I keep her out of school today to get her tested? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Your brain has just been warped by living in Texas. This is the correct thing to do. (laughs) Your kid's sick and has been exposed to a pandemic. (laughs) Please get her tested. She's like, I thought so. I thought so. I just want to make sure. Yeah, no. Uh, well, that's good. I'm glad that uh, she's all right. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone, you know, take care out there. Uh, yeah. You know, if you're like some of most of us are vaccinated who are adults, but you kind of forget about the kids. Well, uh, you do because you don't have children. Well, but I, people who have children and I probably don't, don't. And even if I did, I, I don't. Like, well, I think I most really people care. who are parents have not forgotten that they have children. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're they're kind of needy and in your face in a really aggressive way. So I don't think that most parents are forgetting that they have children, especially when they're thinking about the pandemic. Right. I mean, it seems like that's like a pretty big element to surviving the pandemic. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. Just, you know, anything outside of your own personal experience is a little rough, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's too, too crazy, you know? I mean, I guess, you know. Emotions and empathizing with other humans is not Meh, really something overrated. you're overrated. Overrated. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 
Yeah, no. But yeah, so that was that. See, I'm empathizing you because, uh, dear listeners, he is scratching the hell out of his body. Uh, it looks like you got some on your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you just, yeah. Oh, does it does it bother you to point out how itchy? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> this is actually really fun. Maybe you should play a sound effect every time you itches. No. Uh, we don't have the bandwidth for that, I don't think. Uh, this is really making my day. Yeah, well, this has been so enjoyable. <laughs> and it, uh, it's funny because it started out with me making fun of you for kind of forgetting about other people's pain, and now I am actively laughing at yours. Yeah. Like, like it is very well, this funny. has been a lot of fun, and I'm <laughs> real glad. I'm, sure, I'm real sure glad that we are enjoying this. I'm I am. glad that we had fun on this segment, <laughs> this edition of <laughs> Small Talk. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. Is it Do, itchy again? Can you <laughs> transition to the actual job that we're here to do? I mean, we're just here to get listeners and read story, ads, actually. And, and that is, this is a, I think listeners are going to enjoy that. I believe this is your story, even. Uh, one of the biggest stories of the week last week, uh, we learned about retention bonuses. Oh, yeah, that was mm -hmm. a thing. So, you know, obviously, uh, folks who are familiar with the big law market have, been, we've been talking about it for a while, you know, there's a hot lateral market for big law associates, particularly in a number of the corporate markets. Uh, that's why we're seeing special bonuses throughout big law. That's why there are raises going down. Because if you're at all unhappy, you should be at least looking to see what the lateral market looks like. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of work out there and there are not enough, particularly mid-level associates in those corporate groups. What we learned is that rather than just kind of let it all happen, uh, Skadden is taking, uh, according to Tipster, mo so many, so many people have reached out to us about them. And thank you, ATL Tipsters, shout out. Yes. That uh, Skadden is giving out retention bonuses for associates that are still at the firm in June of 2022. Ooh. But. Yeah. But. It's not for everybody. Oh, uh oh. It's not for everyone. It's only for uh, specific groups, um, the M&A and capital markets in particular, mm -hmm. which are the the busiest. So those, those, if you're an associate in either of those specialties, the world is your oyster. Whether you stay or leave, you, you've got lots of options and lots of money potentially on the table. But unlike, you know, and the notion of retention bonuses is not crazy, but oftentimes when we have heard of them in the past, it's, you know, when someone says, puts in their two-week notice, and perhaps the firm will respond with, uh, you know, not at SCAD in particular, but in the marketplace, you know, a firm may respond. Back recruiting is, right. we might call it. Right, yeah. right. You know, or, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's for folks who are super senior and there's like a handful of them. But to hear that the New York office in these fairly large groups are pretty much, we've heard that first years aren't getting them, but from kind of second on up year associates are getting them, that is quite a bit of money and that is a very aggressive move. And the other part of it is the firm tried very hard to keep this under wraps. Uh, we're told that there's no formal memo. Everything was communicated by voicemail or in person, and we're told to try to keep it under wraps because they didn't want other groups um, getting their nose out of joint. Yeah. I I mean, I hear that and it, as somebody who didn't practice in either of those groups. I, I'm sure I would feel 
you know, a little slighted, slighted yeah, if uh, sure. I had come up. But I also feel like I would have understood. The market is just so bonkers, bonkers in those specific areas. And the it is reaching crisis stage at some firms mm-hmm. for just not having enough people to do the work that's out there. I mean, there's a lot of financial institutions with a lot of money right now that want to place it out yeah. there. Yeah. And, you know, you need lawyers to do that. And yeah, firms who are losing folks to the lateral market are coming back around very concerned because they just don't have the bodies to get the work done. Uh, so mm-hmm. I understand why a firm would be willing to put what to them is a drop in the bucket. I mean, it is a lot of money, but in the yeah, grand well, it, scheme of a law I guess firm, I didn't talk about the, the dollar amounts is that we're hearing it's generally six figures. There's a yeah. couple of reports of slightly under that for younger associates. But from pretty much your third year on, you're talking... Well, into the six figures. Yeah. Yeah. And for keeping those groups functional and the amount of revenue that those groups are bringing in, that is a grand scheme drop in the bucket, even Mm -hmm. though it is obviously a lot of money for those young lawyers. And, you know, you should all be putting that towards your student loans so that you can (laughs) buy yourself some freedom down the road. But whatever. Uh, Make an investment in your future. Pay down your student loans. (laughs) I mean, and this is a great way to do it, getting a kind of surprise six figure well, if they're if they're still exist, at their firm, but, you know, if they're still at their firm in June of right. 2022, that is right. Yes, uh, but that's that's why they do that. And now I wouldn't be shocked, by the way. Part of the reason why I think firms want to keep uh, a firm like Seattle wants to keep this under wraps is I would not be surprised if another firm that plays in the same sandbox at the same level, someone big with lots of money, mm-hmm. uh, looking for poaching folks, they're going to be willing to say, oh, well, if you come on over, I'll match that. Right. Uh, And that's going to start happening with some of these firms, too, because this wheel is just increasingly crazy. It is. It is very interesting. And man, you know, if you are that mid-level associate in those those practice groups, seriously, what do you want? Yeah. (laughs) That is a better question. What, What are you looking for? Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, the other kind of big thing that we've been talking about consistently on the podcast is these back-to-the-office policies and, and whatnot. And whatever the rule may be, I think that if you are in this coveted group, you could do whatever the hell you want right now. Yeah, it, it, they are kind of driving the trains, I think. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I think at this point, let's uh, take a break here from Lexicon. Until and, you can uh, scratch right your back. mosquito bites without Just, it. Can you, like... No, I can't. I cannot. It is impossible for me not to give you shit. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, play the damn ad. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal services and technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, HR, billing, client intake, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. Okay, so we are back. What else happened this week, I guess? uh, Well, um, I think you spent some time on the Cameo app. I did. Uh, Cameo, not a thing that I was really all that familiar with. Uh, I'd gotten one in the past uh, from a legal tech show that uh, I'd participated in. They sent those as a gift. I've purchased one before for a friend. Oh, yeah? Okay. So Cameo is this 
place where uh, celebrities can be commissioned to put some air quotes around that word. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Celebrity and celebrity adjacent people can be given money to send personalized messages to your, uh, well, whoever you want, I guess. Is that a fair way of describing? Yes. Okay. Yes, I think that's fair. It's you know, frequently you'll see birthday greetings or um, pregnancy announcements or pep talks or you know graduation you know messages. Yeah, you can kind of pick whatever you want and have the celebrity of your choosing that's on cameo, obviously record um, record little uh, messages, little greetings. And they're they're quite fun. You can put them then on your social media. It's it's a lot of fun. So. Rudy Giuliani, who is... That took a left turn, okay. (laughs) Rudy Giuliani, who, uh, as far as we can tell from media reports, is facing mounting legal Mm. costs uh, because of, you know, the criminal probe into his activities and such, and is not getting any support from the former president, who has, by all accounts, cut him off. He tried to have a GoFundMe that his friends set up that failed to raise any money to pay those fees. So he's in need of money. Uh, as we discussed, he does not actually work for Greenberg Trial Rig, despite what his website <laughs> says. So he need, he doesn't have that yeah, job n- to fall n- back on. No big on. law payday coming, coming for the man. So uh, it appears as though he's taken to Cameo in an effort to uh, make his uh, make his money back. He has 12 reviews. They're all five stars, so... Well, I think that that's a, a self-selection issue. It seems like it who's, might be. Who's spending like 200 bucks to to get a Rudy Giuliani cameo? And whoever is, is almost certainly going to give him a five-star review on the back end. Well, right? let's, actually, let's actually take a second. Uh, you raised $200 there. Uh, yeah, I think that, that when I heard 199 about it, 199 is what he yeah. unveiled first. Uh, it has moved up since then. Ah. Uh, it is currently trading at 375 Yikes, okay. You have to okay. spend $375 to get Rudy Giuliani to talk to you for 20, 30 seconds. That does not seem like a great You thought title. big law billing rates were high. <laughs> yeah, he's uh Yeah, he generally responds within one day according to the website. Not much else going on, I suppose. I guess. He's got a he's got a He's got a fan club bank. of 266. Yeah, I and think I think it just means that people are following it slash think it's hilarious, right? I would not say that the fan club is necessarily indicative of people who will pay money to do this. Yeah, so I saw this and uh, did a quick write-up of it. Uh, I watched all of the demo videos that he has available for us, which he's wearing. Our the thoughts sa- and prayers are with you. He's wearing the same shirt in all of them, so it now makes me wonder if they're actually real or if this was all just set up in order to create Maybe demo videos. Maybe he only videos. has one tie, Joe. I mean, shirt, same everything. It's I mean, his intro video is in a suit, and then everything else is him, and he and he is not wearing a tie in ah, any of these. Fair, fair. Yeah, I, um, I've not spent nearly as much time on the Rudy Giuliani oh cameo beat as you have. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. He has some he has some good like birthday greetings that all sort of devolve into him plugging his podcast. Well, listen, the podcast market is a rough one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it's true. If if anybody would like to send me $375, I could say happy birthday and explain how to subscribe to this podcast because that's basically <laughs> the same thing that Rudy's doing. Or I can even explain how to subscribe to his podcast. Like it's Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you could, you know, like do you know how to subscribe to this podcast? Our podcast? Yeah, yeah you just hit the button. Okay. Like right. like in your, your podcast app, you just hit the button and then it like downloads automatically to your phone and you get like right. little like pings on your phone. It's like, oh, you have a new episode of Thinking Like a Lawyer available. 
Fair enough. I, I I really didn't know if you knew the technical side of this whole endeavor. I mean, I don't think that's super technical. Mm, okay. I don't like. I can't like. I don't know like the file size and things and what goes into the mixer and blah, I don't know that. But I can like. I I can I can, I've mastered my own telephone. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, that's I, fair. I think you're surprised by that. No, I'm not surprised by that. That's fair. I mean, I don't listen to our podcast, which I don't get. Well. I don't want to, I don't like listening to myself. That's, I mean, that's not think, weird. imagine that's not how weird. I feel. Wow. No, because of my voice. No, that's no. not what you oh, meant. You didn't think, oh, well, hmm. Maybe if shut somebody up, didn't talk about my, yeah. Shut scratch. <laughs> maybe if somebody was nicer to me. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, but that, but that's what he uh, does. He had uh, some good pep talks for a. Uh, what? What? Who Who is going to Rudy Giuliani for advice? Because whether you like him or or don't. You have to think things are going on the downward trajectory for the man. I don't look. If I were trying to run an illegal lobbying operation out of Ukraine, <laughs> I might be very interested in what his thoughts That's are. That's not true because he's got caught. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I still would like to hear his thoughts. <laughs> this is what uh, not to do. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, seriously, like you have you, the, from two thousand one, it's all been down from there for him. <laughs> like you know, November oh one, straight down. Yeah, it's it's not been great for the poor guy, but it's been really entertaining. Well, to he's watch. a little bit richer. He's three hundred seventy five dollars richer now. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. So, but he gave a pep talk. Uh, he talked to this. Uh, it was bought by the parents of a high school graduate who's going oh to go to NYU God. for undergrad. And it well, was, he will not be excited about that in a couple of years. Right. Because... It was Rudy giving you know life advice. Jesus Christ. Because the kid also is wants to become a lawyer someday, so he gave him some advice Thoughts on law school. Thoughts and prayers for real now. What? Thoughts and prayers for real now. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I will say, of all of Rudy's fairly terrible cameos, I, I thought this one, he did the right amount of, you know, well-worn platitudes and nice uh, encouragement and whatever about- $375 to, worth? Well, no, I, I feel like these people probably got in under the wire when it was still 199 so- might not have been nearly as bad then. But they're still just platitudes. Yeah, I mean, whatever. He, he, it, it was like the the uncle you never see at, a, at your graduation party. He was, you know, doing that. Now, I mean, that's nice. That's what he's supposed to do. I he didn't at any point talk about his podcast. So I guess that's a winner for that one. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, he talked about how he went to NYU for law school and that as you'll see as you walk around the area. And I was like, based on what? Like I think he thinks there's a statue of him or something. Uh, there, I'm there pretty is sure not. that's. Well, you're an alum. I am. And do you think uh, there's also a Joe Patrice statue? Not yet. There's but, as much of a Joe Patrice statue. Yes, there, as there is exactly is, as much as there is of a Rudy Giuliani st there is statue. As much acknowledgement that I went there as that he went there. Yes, fair. that is fair. Fair. At this point, the school is <laughs> equally proud of me as a graduate as they are of Giuliani. Uh, that, that's very true. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah. But no, this kid's thinking of uh, going down the path, and uh, Rudy gave him some good advice. He yeah, said, he, like, look, you know, if you're you going to law school, if you're going to go, you're going to be a law school. Yeah. You're going to be a lawyer. To be a lawyer, not, not, not an, an accountant. accountant. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. It makes sense. Yeah. So you went to law school to be a lawyer, not an accountant. Take advantage of NOTA, a no cost IOLTA management tool that helps. Solo and small law firms track client funds down to the penny. Enjoy peace of mind with one-click reconciliation, automated transaction alerts, and real-time bank data. Visit trustnota.com legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply. 
you know, you saw what was coming with that ad read transition. Mm-hmm. I'm very, uh, yeah, it's good. You're going to have to do these next week, you know. You're, you're going to be gone. I am. Well, as you, as folks know, it's it's the annual ILTA convention, which I've covered for years and which, as a member of the press, I'm, you know, not allowed to go to. But I'm going to be there. <laughs> you're going to crash the event? Well, I mean, I'm not going to be actually on the at the event, but... It is a legal technology show that brings out many of the largest legal technology vendors to give press announcements of like what's coming up for them. They often schedule their announcements around this conference. So they're very interested in having meetings with the press. Sure. And it yeah. seems like part of it. So the organizers decided to not invite us and told us that we could log in and watch the keynotes over the internet, which is not particularly helpful. So I'm going, not being able to go to the show, but I'm in the same hotel and vendors are scheduling meetings with me. And you can always meet at a coffee shop, I guess. Well, we've got, uh, we're in the suite. We're in the Moria suite, a lovely suite with a nice office space and whatever. Other members of the legal press who uh, have not also kind of got shorted on uh, getting advice or going, and some who even did get advice. Is this like a COVID uh, thing? Or? Yeah, they're going to hang out with me and we'll talk to vendors and uh, report back on that all week. But it does mean that I'm not going to be here. So you're going to have to handle all this on your own next week. I think I can manage. I think you can too. Yeah. I mean, because you do have your own show. So I know I also you can, have it on, yeah. I also have my own show. That is also true. Which I do listen to. So, But it doesn't have your voice on it. So that makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Uh, right. So you have another story. Well, we were talking about money here. Mm-hmm. There was a survey of general counsel compensation. I guess it's not just general counsel, it's general counsel or lead legal personnel. And if it's, you know, an imperfect measurement since it's only the things that were publicly reported. So it's not every company, but it was kind of interesting. Um, especially when we're talking and comparing it to big law, which is a wash in bonus money and, you know, kind of throwing it around to keep folks engaged on the in-house side, things were less great. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. The uh, median bonus is actually down some 27% uh, over last year. And I mean, it makes some sense, right? As much as COVID did not impact the fortunes of big law negatively, did affect a lot of people negatively. Uh, and so there's lots of different corporations uh, that had a less great year. And bonuses are always, you know, tied to a company's performance. So if the company had a bad year, chances are your bonus is going to take a hit as well. And that was that was also true for GCs this past year. There's a new most well-compensated GC, and it's the Fox News. Um, mm. Fox Corporation, I suppose. It's yeah. larger than just the news part of it. And that uh, they are currently, or as of last year, the, the most well-compensated GC. Well, they're facing some hefty lawsuits right now. So I think that makes some sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of uh, news you can use. And it, it's, it is kind of interesting, particularly when... I think a lot of times lawyers look at the in-house life as, you know, the promised land, though. Once I'm Mm -hmm. done with this, once I'm done paying off my student loans, here's where I'll go. Or, you know, this is just where I want to get to eventually. I want to have enough experience to be able to get a great in-house job. And then I can, you know, maybe see my children that I've forgotten I have. But it it, it is a lot more volatile in terms of money. And it it also seems like at the moment, at least uh, less, I mean, the numbers are still ridiculously large. It's like, you know, it's fine. They're fine. But they did not have as great a year as Big Law has been having. 
Yeah, it, it, but it goes back to what we were saying about the retention bonuses. It's that I think there's movement that's just not happening to those sorts of areas because that the firm world needs all hands on deck, especially mm-hmm. in the corporate side, which is where a lot of general counsel come from. I mean, there are general counsel point, who yeah. come from the litigation but side, but not frequently. as many. Yeah. And yeah, so you just, everything's kind of in uh, lockdown right now because if you're an associate, you aren't going to take, that's not a general counsel job and not take legal department jobs right now because you're making too much at the firm. If you're a partner in the corporate side, I it's hard to imagine why you would give up your partnership at this point. It's not going to be as lucrative unless you're getting, you know, there are definitely chief legal officer jobs that include substantial business perks uh, to sure. the extent that you're like a manager, like, a, you know, an officer of the company and everything. But yeah, like, I don't see why you would necessarily be looking at those pastures right now. Yeah. It, well, unless it's, unless they come up with a lot more money. Uh but no, things will slow down, and then we'll see things gravitate back to a mean. But right now, it, I don't it know. is interesting um, that uh, right now, as good as we think things are for the legal community or legal industry generally, and they are better than average, and certainly better than a lot of other industries, it is kind of specific to big law firms. It mm-hmm. is not as right. true for in-house and and smaller and, you know, plaintiff sides places are are not doing as well as these sort of mega corporations that are in the legal industry as, as yeah. big law firms. Hmm. Oh, apparently Drexel is taking away Rudy Giuliani's honorary degree right now. That seems right. Yeah. That tracks. That feels that feels good. That I feels mean, good. we should. If somebody wants to get a cameo and have him explain how he feels about it, he can. Uh, it's three seventy five. Yeah, it's too much. I don't yeah. think that that's a worth. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, no, I I agree. I don't think it was worth it at one ninety nine either. But here we are. Fair and also like I don't want to. I mean, it might be fun for like a laugh. I mean, even you know whatever how expensive it is to one side, but I don't want to contribute to his legal fees. Like I feel like. He should have to pay them. He did like a lot of questionable things. And this is the logical and natural consequence for his actions for is things, yeah. having these legal b- bills. And I'm not going to help that in any way, no matter how hard I may laugh at the resulting cameo. It's not uh, worth it. Speaking of New York politicians and natural and logical consequences of their actions, I, we Ooh, got through yeah. this whole thing. And Andrew <laughs> Cuomo is it the governor. Well, he is the governor because he, he quit like he was tendering his resignation from a Wendy's. He's like, <laughs> yeah, weeks. I'll be gone in two weeks. Yeah, yeah. it is interesting. Um, we'll have our, New York will have its first woman governor, Kathy Hochul, mm-hmm. who apparently, uh, well, not apparently, is in fact a lawyer uh, and spent some time uh, working as a lawyer, although for the life of me, I don't know where. So mm-hmm. in her official bio and in every write-up I've been able to find about her, it says that she graduated from law school and worked at a D.C. law firm and then left to do politics after after a short amount of time. But I, no one will be able, has told me which firm, and I'm dying to know. So, yeah, so if anybody out there knows where Kathy Hochul worked, let yeah. everybody know. Yeah. I, 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 I just have questions now, mm. and I did some serious deep diving. I, I employed multiple friends and colleagues that are really good at finding information <laughs> on the internet, and everything seems to be just like whited. There's just no information. I sent a, a media inquiry to their, their press office people. And, yeah. Nothing. I, I have no information. I don't know where she went to law, where she went to practice after law school. She mm-hmm. went to Catholic law school. And I 
just want to know which law firm. Fair enough. Which law firm? Well, so cool. if you know, please hit us up. You can yeah. get at me. It's Catherine at AboveTheLaw.com. K-A-T-H-R-Y-N at AboveTheLaw.com. Please let me know. I'll keep you strictly confidential. I don't know why it would be so confidential, but then it makes me wonder what is going on there. Or is it just like some weird blip that no one has ever thought to dig into before? I've read maybe hundreds of articles about this woman and about her and gives her her bio. Oh, in the past, she's done blah, blah, blah. And they're always just an anonymized DC law firm or maybe a big DC law firm is like the only like color you get when you do any sort of reading about it. And it makes me wonder. It makes me really wonder. So if you know it, hit me up. So yeah, let's go into our conclusion of the show, which has a natural and logical connection because, you know, I'll start by just thanking our sponsors, Lexicon and Nota, powered by M&T Bank, which was where Kathy Hochul was the former vice president. Yeah. 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 I, That's knew, a we, thing that we you knew can that. look up. We know that, but we don't know what law firm she worked at. Yeah. Apparently yeah. in a short amount of time, but I don't know which one. Anyway, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. You should subscribe to the show. You should give it reviews, stars, write things. Get It shows engagement, which helps us get seen by more people who search, hey, what's a law podcast? Uh, you should check out Above the Law, even though, you know, you don't have to. You can just be a listener to the show, but, you know, we have some fun things on there from time to time. If you want to hear our stories without necessarily hearing me hit the sound effect button. If you aren't already, you should check out uh, Catherine hosts a show called The Jabot. I'm uh, on the Legal Tech Week Journalist Roundtable. Uh, you should be checking out the other shows by the Legal Talk Network. And let's see, I'm at Joseph Patrice on Twitter. She's at Catherine One, the numeral one there. And uh, I think Peace. that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to you all in two weeks, you, but you'll be the there next, next week. Don't, yeah. they, don't, they don't have to skip the next episode. Well, yeah, no, I mean, there. you don't have to skip the next episode just because I'm not on it. You, 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 you could. Yeah, yeah, you should, shouldn't. Yeah, that's the word. I'm, yeah, no, you should definitely. I hate you so much.